you know how I like to um, share the opening of Real Housewives with you guys? This is the BAM Creative Show with Jess, Josh and Rich. The 28th episode of the BAM Creative Show and we're currently trying to figure out what the T means. So we're looking up Urban Dictionary, which is quite frankly the Bible of how people talk these days. It is in our office. Um, basically exclusive drama or something about a specific person that a few people know of. Well, would it be the T then? Because we have a segment, segment named the T and it's about... It's an exclusive drama that a few people know of. What yeah. we're doing is we're, we're bringing that to the wider audience. We really are. And we're doing a good show at it. <laughs> we're ninjas at it. The BAM Creative Show bringing you all the latest news. Okay, guys, so we're going to start with some news items. One is that um, Buffer is rolling out Instagram direct scheduling during this week, but Hootsuite have already been doing it for like a month. So if you use Buffer, mm -hmm. like us, yay, finally. Sweet. Um, however, I'm no longer using Instagram personally. Just about that. <laughs> That's a bit an automatic snooze, but yeah, just too fast for me. <laughs> I think there's a story in here. Is it a news story? So, oh, of why I stopped yep. using Instagram? I think it is. So guys, everybody, just let's all have a, a prayer for Insta. But the reason why I stopped using Instagram is because, quite frankly, I think it's a negative source. No. Yep. You don't say. I do, and I think it's really negative, especially for people who have... Like, who compare themselves to others. Um, yeah. Do you want to answer that on the air? That was Instagram. I said, no, Instagram. <laughs> you are not calling um, me. Decline. Yes. But yeah, I don't think it's very healthy. I don't. I think if you use it actively for business, I think it's good. But personally, I'm actually really happy without it because I don't care what people are doing in their lives. Right. What about Twitter? Oh, I love Twitter. Twitter, Ooh. because you know what it is? Twitter is about words, and mm -hmm. to me, words have a lot more substance than two BMWs parked next to each other. Oh. <laughs> Which was one of my posts. <laughs> oh, you put you yeah, posted that? on Instagram. Ah. Wait, okay. you've got a BMW. Maybe she's got two. <laughs> I have got a BMW. I drive a BMW. It's the bottom of the range. It's like... Oh, bottom of the range. It is. Yeah, right. It is. It's it is. It's like the cheap BMW. It's like if down. you want a big, like cheap BMW. If you want a BMW, then it's second hand. It's, it's like five, actually, seven years old. So she, so it's vintage. It's, it's a collector's edition. BMW. Is what she's it's black. The inside is black. Mm -hmm. It's all very suited to me. Anyway, the next news item. Is <laughs> 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 the next news item is that Instagram's rolling out a quote storying feature. So basically you can grab absolutely anyone's mm -hmm. uh, Instagram post and reshare it in your story. story. So you can add like comments yep. and I saw the example, one of the examples was with um, Kylie Jenner's post, but like, yeah, so it's not that interesting. It's basically, so you could like be like, nerp, I don't know, on there, like draw stuff and yeah. I think it'll be interesting to see how people- Stop it, Instagram. <laughs> You can, hit, you can hit mute on your, uh, your yeah. Macintosh. Do not disturb. There we go. This is the there most, we go. This is the most um, cohesive episode ever. Okay. Call Josh now. Call Josh. No, I won't oh, take I your call. This isn't live. <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get all these calls That's at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. My favorite part of pretty much every episode is the tea, which we 
quickly defined only yeah. a few minutes ago. What's the text? Hey don't, guys, don't drop the tea. Did you notice that we added yeah. some music in the last minute, like to the last episode? Did we, anyone notice that? Yeah, one person noticed and messaged me about it. And they're like, "Awesome, we know him." And and they were like, "Please stop." What is the this music? terrible music? No, they just asked who did it, and that was it. <laughs> oh, who commissioned it, Jess? That's an important thing. Yeah, this guy no, right here. You yeah. commissioned it. Oh wait, yeah, yeah, I told you what to do. You right? briefed me. What's the tea? Okay, so guys, um, you may or may not know, but like a few days ago, Snapchat apparently approved an ad that um, was about, I don't know how to phrase this. Let's just say Rihanna called out Snapchat mm-hmm. because they allowed an ad which basically, I don't know if you'd say glorified, but it was about her domestic violence situation with. That, no, I was going to say I don't care about that guy's name. Mm. He's a loser. Um, but yeah, anyway, she criticized the offensive ad and basically said everyone to boycott Snapchat. And I think it was like the day after, but Snapchat apparently lost 800 million US dollars on the stock market. Mm. I don't know if it affects mm. their user base, though. Oh, there's, there's speculation, but the only ones that really know Snapchat's data in terms of the number of people mm. un, like uninstalling it would be... Apple, Samsung, or Snapchat. They so wouldn't be like, everyone's the saying, way. oh, they're, they're leaving in droves. Everyone's uninstalling it, yeah. it, it which, which could be true or it might not yeah. be true. By yeah. the way, guys, we lost 500 million users in 24 hours, just FYI. Like, no one would do that. Yeah. But um, uh, in response to this, Snapchat actually hired someone from some sort of domestic violence board in the United States right. to bring them on to advise them. However, I think if you're a normal human being, you probably don't need an advisor of a domestic violence board to know that domestic violence is not funny and should not be used in any way to profit. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's more a reflection. So it's a process issue. Mm. We talk about process issues so often. We do. Do you think they were aware? Do you think they were were like, we want something that's going to be controversial and they actually went ahead and did it anyway? You mean the actual people who created the ad? I mean, yes. You mean the third party that created it? Because it wasn't yeah, created so by Snapchat. Yeah, it was Snapchat. third party. It wasn't Snapchat. It was just... So, yeah, I think that they probably thought it was interesting and it would be a, a talking point. Mm-hmm. I don't. Um, you reckon they just have no sensitivity? No, it's just sensationalist. It's oh, just a sensationalist like, gaming... kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, gaming creative. That was all it was. And it was probably just a piss take or something to get attention. And so they were just like, hey, let's see if it'll get past Snapchat. And mm. it got past the moderation mm-hmm. process. So... In that respect, um, Snapchat's in its infancy with regard to advertising moderation. They need to review that, and I think they're doing it. You know what it is, though? It's like, because Rihanna and that other guy are celebrities, um, there's kind of this detachment of what is reality. And if you've actually seen, like, sorry, take it to a dark place, but if you've actually seen photos of Rihanna's face after this attack, it's absolutely terrible. Um, And I think the fact that, you know, the fact that they are celebrities, we kind of... Yeah, have this attachment of reality. If it was, you know, two normal people that we'd never met before and knew that they were real people and we didn't have them in common, they weren't celebrities at all, it would probably make it a lot more... It would seem like it was more brutal. People would probably be like, whoa. But some people think that this ad was funny. Mm. And I don't think it's funny. Like, it's weird how people think that celebrities are somewhat not normal people and therefore it's okay to drag their personal stuff and a really horrible situation that happened and make money it's terrible yeah, I think it's it's just a sign of the general desensitization de- is that yeah, a word? that we've just made we've it made up we've made up a word we're going to add it to Urban Dictionary it's going to mm. be a thing mm-hmm. but just generally speaking that, that erosion of 
values and morals mm. and what's right and what's acceptable and what you can do for say an advertising campaign or to circulate around friends and whatnot so mm. yeah maybe that's maybe that links back to what you were saying about instagram too um oh, and, and the just the general perception mm-hmm. of how it's it's lowering itself uh, in terms of the type of content that's there mm-hmm. or the the content that that is available for people to subscribe to or sign up to yeah yeah. do you know what it was about instagram that was this was my turning point i saw a before and after of someone's like weight loss journey and it made me go i was like oh my god i actually felt really bad about myself and i was like Mm -hmm. i started comparing myself thinking oh i'm not like that and then i was like but i'm actually really happy the way that i am and i don't know why i started comparing myself and i was like you know what i don't need that influence in my life uninstall I don't mind using it for social media for other people, but quite frankly, I think personally for myself, it's a bit of a negative influence and I don't need it. So I'm much happier without it. Yeah. And that, mm. that links to an even greater problem from, um, from like a self image point yeah. of view. Like we, we probably have an entire podcast series on that, you know, but it does highlight how women, women have been programmed, men are programmed in different ways as well toward things, mm. but women have been, yeah specifically programmed to look at themselves as being less less than what they're worth yeah because if you're 100 percent happy with yourself mm. you have no need to go out and buy something that you think will make you better because you're already better mm-hmm. so yeah it's it's one of the many challenges with social media yeah um okay so we got some few facebook tidbits uh facebook loses 35 billion dollars in a major data breach i don't know why i just started laughing sorry <laughs> but I feel, i've been reading this um but i haven't been too too in on it so someone want to yeah jump in cool. bulge. so um if snapchat was having a bad day on <laughs> yeah, friday okay. with 800 million <laughs> facebook was definitely having a bad day yesterday with 35 billion that and is. so what that meant is there was a drop in their share price mm-hmm. from, I think it was um, 186 down to maybe 170. Right. Um, US? US. It doesn't really matter at this point, it's just a lot of money. Yeah, oh yeah, but like that, <laughs> it's significant because it's approximately 5% decline in, yep. in their, their value, Damn. share price. So if you want to get a discount, yep. because it's going to go back up. Go then, now. Yeah, Run. buy now, increase 5% when it goes back to the 180 or 186 and then get out again. <laughs> Don't walk, run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it does. So it's connected to the Trump administration. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they were running for a campaign, sorry, before there was a Trump administration. And then even before then, I think there was a Senator Cruz that was using the data as well to try and influence um, those who psychographically were a match to want to vote for him. Yep. Um, and yeah, uh, when what's interesting is Facebook has put out an update as well, stating that it was emphatically not a breach. There wasn't any security issues. Um, they didn't break into a data center or anything like that. Mm. But by definition, a breach is not necessarily, you know, access through the system itself. You know? Yeah. Um, in, in terms of IT, it's just access to the, the information. Yeah. 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 And so with how it worked out is that there was a he was either a student or I believe he was a professor and he was aware of how Cambridge University was doing a study um, through one of their um, I guess side side bodies that specialize in psychographic um, study and what happened there is he ended up developing an app similar to the one at Cambridge University 
and that app was able to gain, gain access to those that would complete a poll and thus give, give information. Yep. Um, and the problem there was that not only did those individuals give access to the app, um, and there was approximately, I think, 250,000 people that opted into that, but through the way the app was set up and then how the uh, additional data was collected, they were able to get upwards of 750,000 um, records. So, um, yeah, it wasn't. A, it's not a good thing, but it is like there's no doubt about it. It is a breach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And 35 billion has Mark Zuckerberg and a couple other um, people now um, receiving questions from senators, representatives, saying, "Hey, look, we need to have you sit down with us and explain what's going on and what you're doing." Um, I did post a, a, an update on LinkedIn as well, just stating that like this this breach is not the biggest problem for Facebook. Like the biggest problem for Facebook is they, they didn't, they firstly didn't acknowledge that yep. it was a breach. Yep. Yeah. They didn't acknowledge the data was still in existence. Yep. And then furthermore, until it was brought to their attention by the likes of New York Times mm-hmm. and a few others, um, they they really don't have any control on the data that they give access to, oh, the, on the data which, mm. um, which they're giving third parties access to. Because a third party can access it, they can say it's for education purposes, there's no reason why somebody can't say that now. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, we do that. University of Josh, Jess, and Richard. And we want access to cool do some study. Uni. It is a really awesome university. <laughs> go. No qualifications required to get into it. And <laughs> no qualifications when you leave. Yep. And so, yeah, it's it's really important that Facebook look at how they're doing, they're managing that process. Mm. Um, yeah, man. Because, look, that's just, <laughs> that's just one, that's one company that got caught. Yeah. It's yeah. not one company in the world. It's like one company got caught. So if they're like 5% of the world, right? You've got another 19 companies at least you've got to worry about or, you know, 15. Who, who knows? But yeah, it's, it's bad news for Facebook. Good news for potential investors. So get on right now. Get yeah. And as I said, run, don't walk. The, um, <laughs> the article I posted in there was a uh, Gizmodo one on that. So basically the same thing there, but they Gizmodo or Gizmodo? Gizmodo. Did oh, I yeah, say okay, Giz- well, some say Gizmodo oh, right. and others say Gizmodo. It's all good. No, no. It's all Gazpacho. <laughs> yeah, go on. Um, they said, <laughs> they, I, I believe I read somewhere that the investors are saying, yeah, no, don't, don't invest. Because <laughs> they're like, oh. saying it's the end of Facebook, so it's oh, you're getting a whole on. lot of yeah, sensationalised yeah. clickbait. They used to say that about mm-hmm. MySpace and they were wrong. <laughs> yeah. MySpace is still around. It's still it totally around, is. I suppose it's still up there. Yeah. I'm going to go in there. Yeah. Just like Bebo. MySpace Tom. Do you know MySpace Tom has an Instagram account? But I wouldn't know because I'm not on Instagram anymore. But when I was, I followed him because it's like, oh my gosh, Harry Styles, blah, blah, blah. Is he being paid to be I don't know. featured on the... It's like by, a... By Justin Timberlake. It's like a news website with, with, with music. Music news. And yeah. it loads really quickly because there's no traffic. Oh, the shade. Does your arm hurt from throwing the... No? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I miss my... My... Most book? My space. <laughs> most book. <laughs> I miss my space so much. You're flirting, flirting, flirting. So has anyone uh, signed up to Vivo yet? What's Vivo? Well, I talked about it like one or two weeks ago saying it's the, the wow. latest and greatest social media platform it? that everyone... V-I-V-O. Uh, you're the only person I know that has it. I thought it was that video where you, when you watch music videos on um, yeah on YouTube because it's Vivo. Vivo. Yeah, that's not it. I must be getting it wrong. This is wrong and they shouldn't be doing this. Uh, this is clearly the wrong website. 
Okay. Oh, maybe it's... No, I don't know. Maybe... There's so many things called Vivo. Maybe they should have done market research before they've... Maybe, I, I, maybe I've got the name completely wrong. Also, all the people that are called BAM Creative, all the other people that are called mm. BAM or BAM Creative mm-hmm. should have also done research before they call themselves that. BAM Just, Agency. Yeah. Yeah. BAM Dance Studio, which also use life at BAM hashtag on Instagram. The BAM Show. <laughs> Somebody there is a BAM, BAM Radio, I think. Market research, you guys. Mm. Um, okay, so we've got to ask Bam. Oh, so that's the news? Oh, no, that was no, the gossip. No, we've got to ask... So that was it. That was the tea. Sweet. We spilt it. We're not going to clean it. We're just going to leave it everywhere. And hopefully, maybe someone will come and clean up after us. All right. Or drink it off the floor. <laughs> I would not want to put my mouth on this ground. We should have tea right next to the microphone. Really and then should. just slowly pour it up. Do you... Next time, we should actually have tea and just be like... No, the pinky and some scones. <laughs> Do we say scones or scones? I say scones. I, I say, say scones. scones, but at that moment I had a moment of weakness and I called it scones. And now I'm not sure who I am. <laughs> <What's happening? laughs> um, all right. Well, yes, yeah, so we're going to ask Bam, which is really it's exciting. We don't have um, theme music for Ask Bam. Oh, okay. Well, then we guess we can't have the segment. Yeah, <laughs> that's all right. We'll drum something up. Yep. Um, or then we have the Such we are going to talk about email marketing today. So strap yourselves in, feel the cheese. Quote Homer Simpson. But it's oh. going to get out of control. Please put your kids to bed if you're driving in your car on your way home from work. <laughs> Stop the car. Stop the car. Put the kids in bed immediately. You keep driving. Yeah. Because it's about to go down. Remember, it's not their bed that you put them in. Go back and get them out of the house. <laughs> Say sorry to the stranger. Take them to your home and put them into bed. Yeah. Carry on. And then listen to this segment about email marketing because it's off the chain. Yeah. Cops will be called. So after that big build up, <laughs> it's probably not going to be living up to all of those expectations. Email marketing, you guys. Okay, so let's just, can we just roll this back? Because email marketing back in the day, eh? Yep. Like in the 90s, mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but I subscribed to every single email list that there was mm-hmm. because there were not many people that I could email and talk to. And that was really before chat and all that kind of stuff. Lonely. So I know, but I had the internet when I was nine. <laughs> Do you know what my strategies are for managing like spam and well, not spam, it's self-inflicted spam, things that you've signed up for. Do you know what that is? Um, you, I can't wait to hear it. You put a special <laughs> initial or word in the sign up name. That's clever. No, mine is, I just have so many email addresses and my most recent one is my favorite. Uh, And when it gets out of hand, I Apparently Beyonce does that every week. Well, there you go. Beyonce, every week? I thought she'd change it every day. Mm -hmm. Might be daily. I reckon I remember Ed Sheeran said that that's how she she manages email spam. That's so good. So does she just add another, like, does she get the number like 697 oh, I think she just goes maybe it's just like Beyonce and the Beyonce A and Beyonce A A so where I was going with my 90s flashback story (laughs) I was trying to set up this segment to say that you know all the marketers were like woo let's use email marketing and now it's completely flooded ruined to the point where people do not give their emails when they go to home opens such as myself because I don't want my email to be spammed a lot of people do that it's very common it's okay we can talk about it but now you know a lot of people are trying are moving away from email marketing they're moving to social media marketing but i think that's kind of incorrect email marketing is still a channel it's still worth incorporating into your strategy if you think it's appropriate so that's what we're going to talk about today so who would like to 
rescue my sinking ship of an introduction of this segment. <laughs> Can I pose a question? Yeah. Like, right, who, yeah. who would want to do email marketing? Who, who, do, what do they look like? What, what? They look like me. What do their customers look like? Oh. But what, what are you doing it for? Why are you building up your list, Jess? Who wouldn't my want to? My personal list, or? So, Josh has got feelings. Go. No, I'm just curious, like, who wouldn't want to, as a business, build up an email list? I'm trying to think it right It doesn't now. hurt. Yeah. Does it? It's not it massive. No, because something like a MailChimp subscription scales with the number of people you've got. If you've totally. only got five and you don't mind the badge, then it's free. You, I, mm. I lose nothing but time. Mm-hmm. Was that a Star Wars quote? I think it was. Whoa, I'm going to Google that. All right. What was no, 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 no. it? It's fine. Okay, it's All right, let's yeah. bring this, let's, let's veer this back onto <laughs> my was, It was. <laughs> confirmed. It was. It was, <laughs> was accurate. Yeah. Okay. And then just... Okay. Star Wars check to sleep. Don't choke on your aspirations. Uh-huh. <laughs> So who wants to start <laughs> again? <laughs> All right. So we've we've established that yeah, you should probably be doing it, um, it regardless of what you may be. What, what what would you want out of your customers then? And um, I've thanks to my mind map that I've prepared earlier. Oh, I've got all my answers. Is that for our strategy? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, we wanted. To all right. So if it's that. for BAM Creative. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's do it. Let's let's take stock of what we're doing currently. What we're doing currently is not good. A, I take full responsibility and will maybe blame other people. Um, and the other thing is, is that we have no segmentation whatsoever. We simply have people signing up to our blog um, to be able to get emails sometimes. And so even though I've worked on the content for mm-hmm. that and tried to make it kind of conversational and very personal, I don't want people to think that we're spamming them and offering them, you know, I want them to think, you know, we're offering content of value. And I always have at the bottom, like, if you want to chat about anything, please reply to me. I get clients asking us to do stuff, which is cool, but like, <laughs> um, it's not quite, I mean, maybe it is. Well, that's working, right? You want to It is working. It is actually, <laughs> you want it happens every time. You pay you money. When you yeah. send them an email, and they did. Yeah, but I also want them to feel like I'm there for the support, mm. you know, if they have questions Just about stuff. What, what happened is that you, you want them to stop and read your content, and instead they cut straight to the sales, and they're like, no, 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 no. no. Let me just pay you money. Yeah. Exchange Let me give you my so, money. Oh, so what are we talking about then? <laughs> it's working. Yeah. What's happening? Yeah. So that comes down to the frequency. You just need to spam them two times a day and yeah. then you'll get more money. Yep. Yeah. That is, it. that is actually my strategy for helping um, uh, a nutrition company to mm-hmm. increase their sales. Mm-hmm. They said, oh, we send it roughly once a month to a seg- two segments. So one is mm-hmm. the online um, online orders and the other one, uh, those that are the retailers. Mm-hmm. And then I said, cool, how many times a month? And they said, once. And I said, all right, let's see if we can do it two to four times a month. Sure. Because every time they send, they make between 1000 and $2,000 in sales. Um, mm-hmm. And they've got a list of about 4000 okay. So with segmentation, mm-hmm. you could easily build that out to be, instead of one email going out, mm. it might be six emails going out. Mm. If you've got something that people will want to purchase more of mm. like if it's not a car or something that they've just purchased yeah. and they've driven off and you know all you can hope to get is servicing or like whatever right or another car in six years time then yeah that's right and then so would you um i guess you you'd want to find that balance where it makes sense to um maximize the frequency up to a point where you start seeing a negative effect of unsubscribes 
like you're gonna you're gonna raise the level of unsubscribes if yep. you raise the num if you raise the frequency because you yep. are going to be annoying some people more right mm. and they will and some people will hit that threshold with like into the bin mm. never want to see you again and you've lost them but you presumably you're you're building up a faster cycle with the existing ones and and there's some line there where you've found the optimal one so when you mentioned a b segmentation would you actually um, would you change the frequency for one group and compare it to another to, to get like an even um, mix there? So you yeah, you'd work out what your you work out what your your end goals are, right? Mm -hmm. Like all your measures, and then just press it until you reach like you say. It's either going to be saturation, or it's going to be a decline in open rates, or a decline mm -hmm. in click rates, or a decline in purchases, and then that's when you um, try and yeah regain that balance that you had. Of an optimal frequency that works for you, and yeah, mm -hmm. optimal sales as well. So that's that's one of our, I guess, exciting opportunities with our with our brand. So at the moment, you mentioned that it's it's about weekly that that's going out, or it's, is it monthly? Um, weekly. So pretty much every time we do a podcast, I send an email out, which is pretty much very general. It's about the basic content of this podcast mm -hmm. and what mm -hmm. we talked about and how you know um, I try and chuck links in there so people can carry on and go to wherever they want. Um, mm. The kind of open rate is really interesting. So it actually has been increasing a little bit with each and every email. We also get unsubscribes, which is pretty okay standard. Yeah. But the fact that I actually do get people replying to me, it is actually nothing about the podcast, but the fact that they're like, <laughs> hey, can we have this done is really cool. But it kind of makes me think about like what other what we could do because now we have such a backlog with this content that I was kind of thinking that you know clients that we've now finished a project or whatever you know um, that we've done for them a bit of work or something we could actually put them in a special list with, depending on the service that they had so if they had a website or something we could take all of the website content we've created so far and we could create content specifically for them so it could be like um, aftercare, you know, website or things you mm. could think about to publicize your website or giving them tools to, for them to be able to take control and create their own content. So that would be really cool. Um, not because I want to overload them with content or because I always want them to like come back. I don't want them to, I want to empower people, but I sure. want, um, you're inhaling totally through me, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. But what I Stand want them to feel is like we're not just um, we don't have time to do after service for every single client. But I also don't want clients to feel like we're like okay, see, yeah, we don't care anymore because that's mm -hmm. certainly not where we are either. But I want them to feel as though um, we're still educating them and we're still here for them and we yep. still un somewhat understand their needs, even though if they evolve, we can check in. And that's kind of where I see the value in that happening. So yeah. it can even be applicable to social media marketing that we have. Um, maybe even like our hosting clients, even if they just host with us, are they thinking about getting a website, you know, mm. what kind of a website solution? So that, that's something that I've definitely been thinking about doing. I'm not sure how. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the same page. That mm. sounds good. I think it'd be good for us to have. So for all the, I guess that after service portion, mm. what are the other things that people will ask us that don't need to be a person on the phone telling them the answer oh, to? Yeah. So consistently, I think one of them is the theme of how do I reset my password? Uh -huh. So if we did have, say, an after-service sequence in mind, and then a portion of that was always oh, trying to log that. into your website, yep. click That's here to find one. out how. And yep. then it takes them to a, an article page or a short video 
that has either yourself, Je- uh, yourself, Jess, mm-hmm. or Josh. Richard, sorry, Richard. Jess. Or Josh. Richard, Richard. Josh. Yep, gotcha. Um, like, yeah, telling them uh, in the video, this is how you do That's it. That's a massive one. Uh, we also get... Um, Hosting renewal queries. Yep, that. Can't log into my email address. How do I log into my email? It, setting it up on their phone, setting mm-hmm. it up on their desktop, those kind of things too, which would be really cool. Yeah. Um, I like that idea. I like as well. So one of the other idea, one other idea that I like to get closer to is pushing the um, like I want to do the one month, once a month business breakfast mm. with a, a, a closed group of people, and then I want to capture that content and push it out an email for anyone that can't attend or through our website but to be able to have like providing people with reasons why they should attend mm-hmm. um, is a really good one just helping to qualify them so that when they do come they can add great content or value to other people around the table yeah um, and then we can obviously do that which benefits ourselves in the long run because it will help to position us as an authority um, it will also give us great opportunities to feature some of the the um, clients that we have gotten really good results for mm-hmm. um, yeah whether it was lead gen or um, increased traffic through SEO or anything like that um, UI yeah that's that's where I think we can do stuff one of the things I've been really keen to explore and I, I wanted to talk to you about your sure. previous experience was maybe some kind of maybe gamification is the wrong term but another method of engagement that has them not just reading and then part going away but reading and then maybe there's some type of it's a survey with an incentive or mm-hmm. some yep. kind of other action where they have to complete it um, and then let's say we give them like a five dollar coffee club voucher for everyone that completes it um, yeah but that that kind of stuff can can really help us to collect more data about that list sure. help segment them as well so oh cool this person um, is like this particular role or needs these particular services or doesn't know about this information so we can flag them and then that'll get them added to another like yeah, amended sequence mm-hmm. so those are my kind of thoughts but yeah i'm really curious to find out what your experience has been <clears throat> what you think has worked really well in your previous roles over to you sure. awesome spotlight um yeah look Damn. everything you've touched upon i sang a bit gone um makes sense so i guess you you do need to find um an incentive um to marry up with uh, your goals. So you, you, you determine what you want. In this case, it might be information. Mm. Um, and then you just, you need to understand who your audience is and then what they might be into as well. Um, but I think, I mean, I like that idea of, um, yeah, I mean, a voucher or, or partnering with, with another client. I, I shouldn't repeat this, but I will, but I have a, a friend at another agency who recently had a, um, I think it was a business brunch as, as well, but it, it was, uh, they were giving out Google Home Minis or something like that to everyone oh, who cool. attended. Um, and just based on the nature of the event, they, they managed to get Google to sponsor it as well. So they they sort of upped, upped the game there and didn't even have to pay for the incentive. Um, so that was a good way. <laughs> and then I think that just adds a level. Free of, cook for everyone yeah, when they come to BAM. Adds a level of prestige to the event as well. Yeah. So what we need to do is, uh, is just one up them. Uh, and we'll be winning. Maybe an Alexa. <laughs> I want the small one. I don't want the... Anyway, go on. The dot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you're going to say Alexis. Like, <laughs> you get Alexis. I you get Alexis. W, I don't get Alexis. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you're thinking of incentives, there's other ways. I mean, yeah, discounts are one thing or freebies are another. Um, events are something else as well. Um, I'm not sure if there's an event that we could we could run that would 
make sense that would mm. be you know interesting for people but yeah. Yeah. put something together yeah yeah um what were and you yeah for your past roles what have been some of the without giving any like specifics yeah. what have been some of the things that you feel have worked really well in email correspondence that we could possibly look yeah at okay so um i think i've explained this one to you but it the um the targeting was incredibly specific um, in my last role. The, you know, basically every client within that company um, was known on a first name basis, and basically all all their interests, all their past you know purchases and stuff were were, were known. Um, and so events that were put on were mapped very closely to um, to the people. And then there was. Um, there were just strong incentives for people to turn up to that, uh, and the data was captured in a in a quite a complex um, inquiry form structure that um, meant that because they were quite ex- exclusive events, they couldn't be forwarded on. Um, so there was quite a, a an era of exclusive exclusivity, um, where it became a sort of a status symbol to be um, to be there. So it's difficult for me to know um, if we haven't got all these things um, set up, how mm. you can replicate that. Yeah. Um, but do you have a scenario in mind though? If you were to just look at BAM Creative and our current position, yeah, it uh, depends what just, you want. Yeah. It depends what you want. Um, I mean, if it again, uh, I guess I want you money. can do it down to the basics. Let's say the goal yeah. is uh, no, but, increased revenue. Okay, inquir- you, inquiries. For, all right, all right. Work. So you've already talked about money, the fundamentals money. of segmentation. All right, which is understanding who your different audiences are and what 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 um, value you can offer them. Yep. and what they might want in exchange. Um, you know, in an ideal situation, if there is something that you can provide for them that they're willing to pay for, getting them in, in contact with you. So I guess there's the, the icebreaker is the, um, you know, the incentive, but, but you need a pretty clear goal in mind. It's like, I want um, feedback. I want um, mm. information on this, from this survey because I, because I need it. Right, because maybe we want to look at I don't know a rebrand or something like that, and we want to know how people perceive us. Um, the the blog sign up is uh, you know what what do we want from them? They're not people who have purchased from us. Yeah. Okay. So what bucket are we putting them in? We're putting them in. Um, oh, you're interested in digital marketing. You want to know some tips. Maybe you do need a website. You might mix it up, and you you do your A/B testing. You basically use these tools. I think it doesn't matter who you are. Um, you know, if we're using an email platform, it gives us these tools of yep, segmentation, automation, um, and reporting, analytics, um, and it just comes down to everything we always talk about. It's it's um, understanding the audience, marrying it up with a message, mm. um, and then and then adjusting accordingly. Mm. Um, yeah, so the specifics don't matter, but it's it's yeah. you know, look at my previous role, um, which should be pretty obvious to anyone who looks me up on LinkedIn. They. They were building lists <laughs> on their website. <laughs> they were building lists on their website. Mm. They weren't sending to them. They weren't interested in that. They've got they've got customers who have said, "Yeah, well, I'm kind of interested," and just because uh, you know the team is so caught up on the day to day of, oh, I've got to I've got to send a lot of emails this week, a lot, mm. a lot. There's was probably the primary marketing channel. I mean, they weren't doing much else. There was a bit of press. Um, little bit of social but not much money behind it mm. because they knew who they, they knew if they wanted to get money out of someone they they could name the people in Perth who were most likely to give them that okay and then and then everyone else is 
kind of chaff. Sorry, guys. We don't know how to sort you from, like, the people who are just Tiger hobbyists. Yeah. Right? yeah, like, they, they're just the Instagram crowd who are like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. But I will never be able to afford one, not till I'm, yeah. you know, in my 50s or, or, or never. So um, that was too much. That was too hard basket. And that was that was a problem. But because of the overwhelming success of their other activities, it was an ignored problem. Mm-hmm. So what we're working with is we're, we're trying to be more inclusive and say, well, no, like if you've, if you've expressed interest, we can reward you. Like it doesn't matter. We don't, we're doing all this, these activities. We don't need to make money off everyone. Yeah. All right. We do need to provide value to everyone because what's the yeah. point? Um, so I'm not, it's not, it's probably not what you wanted, but I can no. see it. I can see it drilled down to, uh, I mean, you can include a screenshot of this mind map if you want, but it's basically like the, the talking points I see are uh, in no particular order, um, content, all right? Um, so do you use a template? Do you, do you personalize it? Do you try maybe making it look like you hand wrote it? Like mm. typed it out, hit send, but yep. you didn't really like... That's my jam. I like that. Yeah. yeah. These, yeah. Are, these are talking points. Um, what are your goals? So do you want information? Do you want sales? Do you want awareness? All right, is it just an event you're holding? Doesn't, you know, or is it like it's news and events? Sometimes that's all businesses can, can offer people. Yeah. You know, mm. maybe they're a government agency. They don't get, necessarily, they get, they get funding, right? Mm. But they, they need these events. They need, they need people knowing about it. Uh, and I guess that come, goes hand in hand with blogs and Facebook and all the rest. Um, what are the actions that, that you want your customer to take? So do you need a landing page? Um, is it a, a registration? F- form so that you can yeah you can validate the people who were interested and put them in a different bucket yeah sure um analytics very important as well then there's the um there's the targeting the segmentation i mean it's just it's just critical mm. honestly it really mm-hmm. is because when you mentioned um we're getting unsubscribed unsubscribes Sometimes. on our um yeah sure but the, they're gone not. they're gone from us all right maybe they did build a website but they they're gone from us now they're never going to hear from us now. Yeah. Um, and one, look, I, don't, I honestly don't even know um, whether it's the right thing, but we, if you've got different messages, um, you know, what are the legalities of creating different lists with the same people in it? And if, you know, one is a marketing one and one is a, all right, hang on, this is hosting. Like hosting is obviously separate. We are, yes. still, we are still reaching out to these people. Um, but you just got to be careful that if you become too spammy in, in that email address and that gets unsubscribed and then suddenly they're not paying your invoices you're going to have issues and that that's yeah. not our setup mm. but yeah. presumably could be a setup if someone is listening to the show mm-hmm. so it's just something to be con- concerned about mm-hmm. um, dynamic content so if you if you're using MailChimp you can you can set the content up in a way where only um, certain people see it so you, you don't have to create multiple campaigns um, you can just okay uh, this is my understanding um, is worth looking at, um, but I'm pretty sure that you can um, make things quicker by using one campaign and then showing and hiding things. I'm not sure about that. Is there anything else that you'd add to that as well? Yeah, learn like the lifetime, the, 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 lifetime the, the lifetime value of your client. It sounds like a thing you would say, right? Yep. As well. Um, and figure out the touch points that you need to uh, make. Maybe you can use automation, like scheduling for that. So maybe there is sort of a um, six monthly check or something like that um, that could ramp up even later. 
or hey, we'd like to we'd like to hear from you. It's been a while. Uh, do you mind asking a few answering a few questions, and then you can you can requalify them to see if they're maybe back in the game for you know another round of your services. Mm. These sorts of things. Like if you set up a whole bunch of them, and they're just running. You never have to worry about it. You won't be in the situation where you have, you've got a big long list and you have to cold call them like mm. five years later. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, I've got... So now I've changed from what I see, which was initially, how do we get money? And now it's like, oh, cool. If we were starting at the basics, and the, spe- the basics are really us mm. not, not knowing enough about our ideal client yeah. or those people that we would like to be the ideal person on our list. So from that perspective, it probably it's probably even worth us looking at some kind of survey to put out to those that are mm-hmm. existing clients or those that are on the list to find out, you know, what are your major problems or what information do you need to know about? Mm. Um, what would make your job easier? Or what would help you in your business? Like all that kind of stuff. And then that's probably a better way for us to then start segmenting into five or so branches because, you know, based on them saying websites, digital marketing, uh, business strategy, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah. What, what would I you add to I feel like... Um I don't even know if this is right, but here we go. Um, people who actually just contact us and they're like, I love, you know, Facebook or Instagram quote, which happens quite a lot. Um, and we don't really, or even just people who, you know, we may be creating a proposal for. Mm. And in that time, you know, that's, they're already kind of engaged. They've already made that decision that, you know, they they think they need a website and I only say that because sometimes they don't like whatever it is right mm-hmm. um, so they've already made that decision and then they've reached out to us and we're doing a proposal but in this time we're not actually saying anything that's actually a really good time to be having this some kind of information for them to be you know sent to them like thanks so much for reaching out to us about Facebook marketing or about Instagram marketing. Mm-hmm. Have you checked out? I know, like you actually said on the phone, like are you talking to people sometimes, like oh, we've got a podcast episode about this or whatever it is. But it's like if we've actually created a list that we can put them in that we feel like we'll be offering them information mm-hmm. of value. And while they're getting that radio silence normally from us when we're you know creating the proposal or whatever that is, then you know they're already you know there they're already engaged. It's like why not have that opportunity of like you know. Yeah reaching out and even if they they don't follow through with us then at least you know we're still we still have so much free information that we're just giving for nothing like mm. they they could just go and do things themselves if they really want to they don't have to you know reach out to us and yeah, yeah here's a spotify playlist that i put together of us send it out i love my <laughs> spotify playlists i don't care about what anyone yep. says are we on spotify yet we should yeah, we've got, yeah. I've been creating, I've got a playlist for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and they all yep. go for like 70 hours, and they all have different vibes. Yep. Let me go no, no, through no, it. The, the, the podcast okay. playlist. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is she talking about? Because no, that would be an awesome on. gift to receive in an email. I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. And then suddenly, no, we're talking at you. Guys, I don't know. I know Spotify are spending a lot more time to like refine. He's got that smile. I'm going to talk to Rich. Now I feel so stupid. Um, but let me go through my playlist in a second. Um, but yeah, I know Spotify are spending time to like build out the podcast capabilities mm. that they have, but it's still not great. Like I wouldn't, I, I think they should speed it up a little bit. Considering so many people already stream music, they should do it. Okay. So let me get, let me give you the breakdown of my playlists. Monday, chill, calm, 
some classics, not really. Nothing too aggressive. It's Monday, people are still asleep. I'm keen for Tuesday. What's what's on Tuesday? Tuesday is slightly a little bit, bit more upbeat. It's got some more indie not really rock and roll like we're still it's a, it's like there's some soft like R&B and then Wednesday is like hump day so everyone's like woo a little bit but not too woo because like they still got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday so then there's like more rock there's like a few 90s classics there's more like rap and it's like really fun and then Thursday is just like pretty much anything before 2003 and it's just a mix of everything and anything I reference Pitchfork playlists because they do really cool, like, throwbacks. Mm -hmm. And Friday is about 50 hours of party classics, wedding playlist, like, you know, ABBA, like, Love Shack, (laughs) you know, because it's Friday. And, yeah, so that's that's what I thought you were referring to. Yes. (laughs) I can see. That is something we could put on our... um on our uh, website though, isn't it? Because quite often, if you, I don't know if you look at other agency pages, but sometimes they'll have their own Spotify playlists that, that yeah. give you insight into the personalities of the different people that you'll be working with. So yeah. maybe we should just put our days of the week as a downloadable well, thing. Well, they're free, like mm-hmm. they're open. I mean, you can just go subscribe and, you know, turn, you can like, it's like you're working here. So anyway, back to- It's a free download for our email campaign. That's what you received. <laughs> Spotify's free anyway. But free yeah. download of Spotify? Yeah, it's free. Well, we should put an affiliate link in. To <laughs> just <laughs> might as well get some so, recurring revenue. So, um, yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah, but so as a takeaway for um, <laughs> the email marketing stuff then from... Not saying that this is all imp- going to be implemented, but what would it you is. guys say is the, the top two kind of things that we should be looking to implement to, to make stuff better? Well, I think we've got... I think we've got the content, like, I don't think, and the content's like usually a big issue for some people, but Mm -hmm. we don't have that issue. I think it's more trying to figure out where our email marketing would be appropriate to communicate because I don't want to spam people. I Mm. want to be offering value. So what are some of the customer journeys that people would be on to identify those? And then what kind of content would we be creating to service those people? Mm. Um, And what would really be, obviously the aim is to get leads and and jobs ultimately that's always the aim but but how do you do that how do you like mm-hmm. <laughs> how do you sugarcoat it but still you don't sugarcoat it it's business it's mm-hmm. dog eat dog it's yeah it's a it's tough a delicate world balance, out right? there yeah, i mean we're I'm adults like, now rich. i love the fact you're you're taking the stance <laughs> of people shouldn't just just know about us because we send them an invoice for hosting or whatever every year and that's all they get. Like, yeah. No one should be in that yes. boat. And if they are, that's really sad. Exactly. So that's great. But this is the thing, right? Yep. We are, every single business out there is asking for money. If you're not asking for money, then don't not go business. in business. Yep. But we are asking for money, please, because we are really good at what we do. We think we would be a good fit for you. And if we're not, that's okay. I don't want to be hounding people being like, you must choose us, blah, blah, blah. Like, I want to be very genuine about it because we're cool people. And, you know, you got to work a little bit harder to, you know, you got to demonstrate your value. I've got a question for you guys. Well, All can right. Josh answer it? Because I think I'm done talking now. Because I think You're done I'm, talking to him. I'm stupid, clearly, today. <laughs> I had too much coffee. Why oh, am I done talking to I'll get to you later. Well, because he, he pissed you off before. But no, I, he didn't. That's all right. I'll work on it. I'll, I'll, I'll one-up him in a second. But, um, <laughs> he has a long time. Question. Um... <laughs> A lot of this, we're looking at existing database, existing clients yes. as where we want our money to come from. But we are also... No. no. 
Well, okay. I do. No, no. Well, oh, if, okay. Where, where are you? <laughs> Jess, Jess, are you talking to us? <laughs> oh, I'm now. So confused. Um, <laughs> where are you getting the emails from people who haven't engaged with us yet? Is it just the blog? They sign up, sign up to our blog. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. But you'd think that the window of opportunity would be very yes. short. So we need the we need the automation there because if they've just signed yeah. up, but you're not going to sign up necessarily to a blog on a digital marketing thing because you need a new website. No. No. You're going to sign up because you're interested in one in of the, the services. But exactly. It's not an urgent thing. Oh, not so much. So, I don't think it's the services. I think it's I think it's literally the content. The content. Like, mm-hmm. oh, cool! They showed me how to converse in a more articulate fashion with my mm-hmm. old school manager mm-hmm. um, or you know they okay. taught me brand like let's sign up to see what other content so that's ruled them out <laughs> yeah. so yeah. basically any of not, their future content is going to be rubbish so they're not the, okay. they're not primarily the new leads and the old mm. clients are re-engaging leads but they're not the new leads as well so how is there a way that we can use what we've talked about now but we can grow a new list which is people who are looking for a new website or a yeah. social media campaign, or is that not the channel that they would no, I think opt it into? It just I, yeah, I think it hundred percent is. I think going back to your point about saying so, the the messaging for us as well has to be very careful. Yes, it won't be, and I know you don't mean it that way, but it won't be. We're asking them for money. It's, oh yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you and I are on the same page with that. Mm. Yeah. It's it's we're going to yeah. This is the value that we bring. Mm so that you can decide with when you're going to use us because you will need us mm-hmm. and then when you come to us you know we can help to make the call or something mm-hmm. like that could you imagine those emails just like hello it is like those emails like hello sir or it's madame like I am a princess it's into your credit card and my I in was, Nigeria <laughs> yeah, and I was and like grandma. 10 million dollars but now it's gone and I need all your credit card details like oh, that's yeah. what I'm using yeah, yeah, sincerely the BAM creative team yeah, yeah. Please yeah, just we probably take won't a send photo of your credit card. Yeah. Do you know? No, I won't share that. <laughs> I'll tell you guys later. It's really funny. Okay. <laughs> no, someone has, I'll just it. say that someone has actually taken a photo of their credit card and sent it to me. Really? And I still have it on my phone. I forgot to delete it. I think that's illegal. No, oh, they it sent terms, it. does it? Like for them? They sent it to me. Yeah. Yeah. We won't ask what for. Do they send both sides? Because you need the three digits. We do oh, need money, I though. I know it. I know it. I know my credit... I know all the numbers. I know my credit card details. Mm-hmm. I know my expiry. I need this... The, that whatever. <laughs> I know my driver's license, my passport, my bank account. Like, all my two bank accounts. But yep. sometimes I'm stupid about other things. Guys, you didn't answer my question. So... Yeah, how do you... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, we're going to be a bit softer in the content. That's good. Mm-hmm. So, we're not... We're going to be diplomatic about how we demand the cash. All right? So, yeah. Building, <laughs> building a list. No. Okay. What now? Mm-hmm. Out on the street, yep. new businesses. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Can we target them and then get their email addresses, or is that never going to happen? How do you I think yeah, you would yeah. have to be creating somewhat of like, correct me if I'm wrong, some kind of campaign where we're actually advertising elsewhere, maybe mm-hmm. like a landing page. We're offering something. I don't know. Free site SEO analytics, that sort of thing. That's where we're talking now. We're talking about new initiatives. Brunch. The breakfast bunch mm-hmm. is a really good example of that because people people will want to go breakfast because club. we'll get them. They'll get some learns in, right? And in exchange for that, we need their email address and we can follow up within a week or two, which is like yeah. the timeliness of that. But yeah. we need. To, but how do you pre-qualify? You always must offer something. The campaign stuff's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we need to come up with We're already doing stuff. it with the content marketing stuff. Yeah. So the, the content that we put out should mm. be enough 
like based on our hypothesis it should be enough to say cool these guys know what they're talking about yeah. when it comes to email marketing or brand awareness whatever it is and then yeah like you say then you can come up with a specific campaign like what about this SEO audit or we fix $600 websites or yeah. whatever you want it to be how about this all of our podcast episodes I don't know we've got so much this is just an idea mm-hmm. steal it if you want I don't know if it's that good but we've got a lot of episodes about like Instagram marketing what if we actually took parts from mm. an episode or multiple episodes cut them up mm-hmm. into you know actually digestible actionable pieces of audio it comes with an article it someone can sign up they get it like say six emails over mm-hmm. six days of like it's video it's audio it's written mm-hmm. plan of like what to do and what Mm. Give me like an email that. for that. I like that. I don't know. That's just an idea. Yeah, I like it. I like so it. if we had a sign-up form that had interests, that's what it is in Mailchimp. We use mm-hmm. List Mail, which is Campaign Monitor. We um, where people can actually actively choose what they want to receive. Yeah. Mm. If they were interested in camp- in content marketing or interested interested in that, we could mm. tailor what they receive, and it could be a drip feed with yeah. with those videos, and, yeah. and we yeah. could mix it up. That'd be really good. I think we should also probably review um, some of the barriers or mm. the information people want. Like they want to know about BAM or they want to know about our process. Yeah. Do you outsource or anything like that? Mm. So I think that included sure. in that drip sequence in the lead up to say my first meeting for those that are coming through yeah. as a quote request, yep. then I think that'd be really valuable. And then also including some case emails with case studies in them mm-hmm. of, hey, uh, you came through, you've asked about Instagram, it's coming, we're gonna have our meeting such and such a date, but until then just wanted to drop, like let you know that this is one of the examples of a campaign we've run. Mm-hmm. You can see that. And so that th- that's almost like the sales, like the long form sales leader broken into bite-sized chunks um, and then just drip fed every two or three days. Mm-hmm up until we first meet or I first meet the person mm. so that there's a little bit so I think the pre-selling aspect of it could be really well leveraged um, by using yeah, email marketing what so about sorry I heard you inhaling and I was like ah <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking to you now <laughs> oh, sorry. what about during the project because there, there are oh, a lot definitely. of times where we don't yeah. where we can't talk because we're doing the work yeah. but if there was some kind of email so it's like about your website so like this is the stage of like why your website's being created or while we're creating this campaign these are some things you can think about or whatever I don't know sorry no you do that's good let's, let's do it yeah I think that's a really good idea okay yeah. I'll let you so, in help. but no but that's like the next step of I guess the beginnings of what you were talking about Josh but how do you get You'd, you'd almost need some sort of channel which is just for just sales leads. Mm. Like it's an internal thing. They didn't necessarily opt into that. Like how do you, you, you got to tell them, well, do you want to, while we're talking, can I send you some stuff? And then you put them in a, a sort of a VIP channel. We can, or we may be able to edit our opt-in form or our yeah. inquiry form to say, um, what, is, what do you mean? What are you interested in? So there's, there used yeah. to be the drop-down box. You know, we might be able to do it. We could even do it as a second step. So they send the quote. Then they receive an email just saying, what is the, what is the thing that you're interested in? Yeah. They select it and then that'll fire. And then we'll just say, would you like to receive information about this? They opt in. Because I feel you almost need to, you, you, you need to separate um, people who just want the content from the people who are actually actively looking to engage. And you can do that with a drop-down form. I wouldn't be wary of that, though. I'd be like, oh, they're going to spam me. If I, are if you I talking about it? just email opt-ins? Or are you talking about when they come in to request a quote? No, I'm talking about email, like organic email opt-ins. On oh, the, yeah, on the true. Yes, yeah, but you, well, we can just do surveys. Like everyone opt in, opts in mm. immediately. Then they receive a link to a survey and mm. there's some type of incentive for the survey. Mm. Um, but then that's the point where we collect the information about what's your problem, what's your blah, 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 and then what are you interested in? And then that 
what you know I'm interested in SEO Mm -hmm. and then would you like to receive more information or yeah Yeah. we can queue it up like the 10 day SEO audit kind of thing Mm -hmm. or um, what you were talking about about Instagram they can all start with a guide and then go into the like how we help I like what Jess said about just reusing the the content to make Mm -hmm. a guide it makes so much sense like we should have at present we've probably got enough content to have 10 different guides yeah yeah so that's so when we talk about lead magnets, that's probably another important place where we need to be mm-hmm. so that all the service pages at the bottom of the service page or even throughout it, peppering it is download the guide. We've got yeah. a nice e-cover and then they can download the guide. Mm-hmm. And it's like, a, like you said, it's an interactive, it's a multimedia guide. Yeah. So written content. Yeah. I think it's awesome, Jess. So who's going to do the work? Um, I can, <laughs> I can work on, I can work on the lead magnet stuff and then kind of come up with a theory of yeah. all the different streams. Yeah. based on understanding of what people will complain about throughout the process yeah. and then get you guys to weigh in and say change this, improve mm. that mm-hmm. action items yeah, yeah yep. cool action items I love it, action items and we're going to have all this in our show notes as well on the website yeah um, and that's pretty much it for today should we make this part of a series like our own email marketing series yeah, well yes. when we get to the next step we can report back yeah. how we went yeah that would be awesome. I figured it might be like a three or a four part series, mm. but yeah. it'd be good for me to Trial sit down and, and map it all out yeah. and see what we're doing in we terms of the current We can share our open rates, click rates, mm. unsubscribe rates, all that kind yeah. of stuff. Which would be really Complaints. Cool. Complaints. <laughs> yeah. Compliments. Of, yeah. We'll make the, we'll make up the compliments that we have to. I like complaints so much more. That's the tea. Oh, that's the tea. That is the tea. We could share the tea. Like the tea segment could literally be. We can spell it. We can just spill it all over this carpet and then... Complaintments. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll do that. Thank you so much for listening. Yep. Thank you so much for Thank watching. You. Thank you. And um, Peace yeah. out. Peace out. Bye. Same bad time, same bad channel. I love that. Oh, yeah. For more on today's podcast, go to bam.com.au forward slash podcast. There's one chick who's like, some may call me a bad server because I always spill the tea. <laughs> what is the tea? The goss. The tea, the goss. Oh, you spilled the tea, so you just spilled tea. Yeah. Like you spilled your ex- you spilled your drink.